Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. The coop, the Hummer, or the limo, as of right now. Okay, we're we're back. It's Act Three, and I just found out that Jacob was drawing um, pit my carts while we were doing some exposition with with Steve. So I'm serious about this creative designer thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking around. <laughs> I'm going to draw me up some cars. Dude, they look really good. I'll try to post them somewhere <laughs> so people can see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the following day after this incident with Gordon and um, the empty cart. Oh, are you going to do the hover one? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> or okay. the box. Uh, we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Brandon, you're scheduled with your date for Car- with Karina for lunch. Mm. Um, Noon. So... Um, uh, the thing I have in the notes is, is there is there a custom buggy you're gonna take to pick her up? Yeah, yeah, it's the, uh, the new. It's the limo. BX. It's the BX model. The Wait, BX model. Was it the square one? Right. Yeah, it's the square one. Yeah, it's the BX model. What's that like? Oh, um, it's like a big ass uh, square. Uh, it's, big ass square. It's got. Uh, I like it. It's like, like a, a big ass square, dude. A, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. And then it's got like a padded seat in the front. Um, for the driver? For the driver, yeah. Uh-huh. Like a really nice one for the prominent NPC. Yes. And then there's a uh, a dope-ass bike rack on top. Um, oh. There's a spare tire on the back. Um, <laughs> there's a disco ball inside. And then there's like a sheer glass uh, floor. And there's an aquarium underneath. That's fucking tight. So, like, you could see down into the aquarium and the floor. Dude, Karina's gonna hate yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and so that's the model BX. That's really fucking awesome. Like, I just want something small, you know, quiet coffee, coffee, yeah. short coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Roll up and pick a big ass box, <laughs> big ass aquarium, basically. Yep. So there's two uh, two beautiful white horses pull mm-hmm. this cart mm-hmm. um, and prominent NPC driver uh, signals that he's ready for you to go. And um, the sa- the soundtrack to Footloose is playing inside the cart. <laughs> and um, you, Brandon, you get in, you, you are you're dressed well for the event, uh, not suit well, but like, you know, it's lunch. You're you're, right. going, you're, you're dressed in your in your nice clothes, my brunch clothes, your brunch clothes. That's good. Um and prominent NPC uh, takes the address and escorts you to Karina's place, um, which is like a ritzier part of town. Uh, nice apartment buildings. Um, so you make it to the front of the apartment and um, you knock on the door of the like floor level. And a small kind of mousy looking woman with short brown hair uh, up in a bun and small spectacles answers the door and she says, uh, Brandon Bobby, I presume. Yes, that's correct. That is me. Uh, Miss Styles is waiting for you upstairs. Um, would you like to follow me, please? Sure. And she leads you up the stairs and she says, uh, now, now Brandon, I wanted to give you a, a little bit of a heads up. Um, Karina got some, some troubling news today and she's, she's not feeling very well, but she, that's all she wanted me to say just to give you a heads up. And, and she really didn't want me to say much, but she'll, she'll talk to you. Uh, okay. Sure. Um, so she opens the the door to the apartment and this is like a really lavish, uh, place. There's a, there's a baby grand piano, um, up on like a, uh, near a sliding glass door and a big window that has a balcony out in front of it that you probably saw from like the, the lower level outside. It's like a nice, uh, beautiful, like late autumn day. Um, you know, it's, it's like 12 o'clock the time you guys agreed. 
and um, you see Karina. She's dressed up kind of nice, um, just like the same kind of level of attire that you were in. But she's sitting on the couch and she's kind of pouring, perusing over some paperwork and like kind of sorting through some things. And uh, she she gets up and, and greets you uh, much more warmly than usual. She says, uh, oh, oh, Brandon, hello. Um, so nice of you to, to come by. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me. So, um, are, are we not heading out? Uh, I really don't think I'm, I'm going to be a good time today. Uh, I received a bit of bad news this morning from a messenger. My 10,000 shmoney donation was declined. Oh no. Yeah. Um, it seems that a company called Multigon has purchased the land, uh, out from under me and it will, uh, it's it's rather troubling to me, Brandon, because I, I I deeply am concerned for the animals in that location. It was truly my intention to keep them safe. And I, I do not know the intentions of this Multigon. It says here that they will be building some sort of resort. I don't know what that means exactly. Hmm. Who builds a resort uh, outside of the city walls? What What sense does that make? That makes very little to me. Um... I'm actually doing what I can to try and get in touch with, uh, I believe it's Chairman Stern who leads this organization. Uh, I don't really have any connections with Multigon, so it's been quite difficult to get in touch with him. I've had to go through the messenger he sent me. And uh, she seems to kind of be getting worked up a little bit and takes a deep breath. So, I, Brandon, I, I, I do apologize. I'm going to have to take a rain check. Um uh, don't uh, don't be sorry. I I totally understand. Maybe maybe I can help you. You really? Do you know someone at Multigon? No, but I do construction, and if there's a new building coming up, I'm sure my company knows something about it. Very interesting. Uh, your company? I thought you worked for Anders PMC. Oh, I work I work uh, I work somewhere else as well. I work. Oh, really? Yeah, for Drew. Oh, the dwarves are us. Yes. They completed the high-rise building across that town. That is correct, yes. A very nice, very nice building. I've actually seen it up close. Have uh, you? I haven't been inside, but uh, very impressive structure. You helped build that. Yes, I did. Oh, that's that's. Qu- <laughs> I'm quite impressed, Brandon. You're a man of many talents, it seems. Thank you. Um, yes, that, that, would, that would be very... Uh, I would actually appreciate that very much, Brandon, if you if you could pull some strings for me. It'll be no problem at all. Well, thank you. Um, so how do you go about getting information about um, this new structure that's going to be built outside the city? Uh, is this out of character? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what your plan is as far as like, so you're in an apartment building right now dressed up, um, but you, how are you going to go about getting this information? I mean, I, I think it is available to you. Yeah. This is a good lead. I wasn't, I was, you had some options that I thought you could have used. And this is kind of one that was a little further outside the box than I thought you'd go. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, well I was just going to like oceans 11, my own company. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like take a look at blueprints. You know where they keep (laughs) the files for that kind of stuff. You're, you're like a trusted person here. So yeah. Um, so I take it you, you're not, um, it's across town, so it's going to take you a little time, but I think Karina is willing to wait. So, um, you're Was she promen- expecting the info now? No, no. She's, <laughs> okay. she's like, she's like, well, uh, she knows you'll have to go across town and get the information and then come back. You know, that's going to, that's going to take some time. And she, she's like, I'll keep doing what I can do on my end. And hopefully yeah. you come up with something. Right. Um, so yeah, you, you, you take prominent NPC will take you anywhere. Um, I kind of want to touch base with Lucian to see what he's doing today. Okay. Um, what's your plan? Is this an off day or do I have to? Uh, it's still your off week. Okay. So I have some time while you're doing your thing. You're just shooting sunbeams into the air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can tell me how much interaction you want to have with in these next scenes. Cause like, I'm kind of pigeonholed to do certain things in in this cutscene. Yeah. So, like, you can tell me what you want to do in the meantime. Um, I'll just spend the time sketching up uh, some PMC designs, as okay. I have been out of character. 
So uh, you know that he's going to meet with Karina. Yeah. So I kind of want to ask you out of character, like what Lucian's suspicions are, like how deep they run so far. Because you guys, like, it's kind of becoming clear what's going on, I feel like, to everybody. And it has been for a little while. That's her. That that this is the that this is somebody you've encountered before. Yeah. Okay. Um then I want oh well would he be clued in on that or is that just something I am? Let's talk let's talk about it. Oh, okay, sure. Um I I have my suspicions, yeah. but I'm not fully convinced. Okay. Yeah. And, and have you vocalized that at all? No, I that's why I like say like ambiguous things that would try to yeah. like trigger yeah. some kind of response. Yeah. You know? I, I think I'm more like decided on it. Like, I think I'm more like she's, she knows something like she's up to something is definitely yeah. like, I'm like, this is her. Like the Rouge Rogue is, is her is what I'm thinking. Okay. So, um, I guess when I'm asking you what you're doing in your downtime, like mm-hmm. do you act on those suspicions at all? Mm. I know you. I know you asked Anders, but like, yeah, your your friend is going to meet with her. I would have. Uh, I would have stayed close. I would have, like, surveyed from a distance. I guess. Like, so not, you're gonna track. Yeah. Um, who is going to track? You know what I mean by that. I do. Yeah. Um, Lucian will. Okay. Um. So you're just kind of like playing it low key. You know. A day out on the town. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Seeing my town, staying in the sun. There's probably another low-key cart. The Escalade. Probably somebody else available to drive. Yeah, I was going to design a, like a standard, <laughs> standard cart. Like an incog? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. an incognito like cart? Just like a type, just a regular-ass cart. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Not, not flashy. Well, maybe there's like one that. that you guys are looking to work on that isn't like it's it's you guys have made all yet. the repairs <laughs> to make it a really solid vehicle, but yeah, yeah, you haven't pimped it out. Yeah, yeah. You're not to the pimp out phase. It's at a blank. It's a, it is a yeah. blank template. You've inspected the materials. This is a very quality cart. Now yeah. you're going to turn mm-hmm. it into a pimp. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool. You could like trail trail Brandon. And do you see no that you're doing that? Uh, I would have warned him. Yeah. I, oh, I do know. Yeah. I, do, you, do you like, is that something you agree? Like basically before you went on the date, I would have been like, um. Brandon, if it is all right with you. So am I wearing a wire with a little? Yeah, you could be. You could like, be. You could have it um, Just like on indefinitely in like a coat, like a shirt, the shirt collar kind of a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brandon, if it is all right with you, I would like to. I don't trust Karina. I think I have my suspicions that she is the Rouge Rogue. Um, I suspect her as well, but I'm not entirely convinced. So. I'll, I'll look more into it. If you are, uh, if you are amenable to it, I would like to trail at a distance just in case something happens. Do your thing, man. Uh, yeah. And then I wheel. Give me a bro shake. Do it. It distracted me. I was like, no, the mics. <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. The mics fucked up our bro shake. It looked good. It was all right. Absolute <laughs> excellence. Um, Looking over my bro's shoulder. So, Brandon, uh, I think with all that in mind, uh, everything that just happened might. Uh, you you are now alone in the uh, this really cool aquatic based cart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the big ass box. Yeah, the big ass box with the tire spare wheel on the back. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's model BAB. It's the big ass box. Big ass box. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're you're able to get over across town to Drew, and you are at their headquarters. And like, it's midday. A lot of people are busy out working still. Um, there's usually somebody manning like the files office, pretty much. But they're um, they're there. They're just not doing anything. There's nothing to be done. Oh, okay. They're just like kind of in the office, like waiting for files to file or whatever. Yeah. It's a uh, dwarf. Um, so is, is it like my turn to like go in and do shit? Yeah. Okay. You, you know her. Her name's Shelly. Okay. Shelly Iron Elbows. And she, um, she's working, <laughs> she's working the, the filing cabinets. Okay. Hi Shelly. Uh, you mind if I just take a look at some files? Uh, uh yeah, Bobby, you're, you're fine to go in and look at files. You've. 
Uh, you trying? What are you trying to check out? Uh, I just want to look at some floor plans. I'm, I'm just really curious about what these other buildings are looking like these days. Oh yeah, get some research in. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see something from a new angle. You know, get oh, something fresh, really what, inspirational. I know what that's like. Jesus, want to see things from all the angles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you around, Shelly. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll see you when you're on your way out. Probably. <laughs> so I, I go into the filing room. Yeah, sure. This okay. is like where uh, you keep all of your blueprints and like all of the company's like future plans are in here and stuff like that. For right. The, like things that have been like written in contract and handshaked on and stuff that are in the works. Right. So I'm just going to like sift through like the current projects or new contract folders or whatever and see if there's anything going on with this. Totally. Make yeah. an investigation check. Okie dokie. Roll dice. 15, 14. Really good. You guys do not seem to do business with anybody called Multigon. Multigon. Okay. And actually, it's not ringing a bell to you as a competitor or anything like that. Which is and suspicious. You do have like uh, information that is outside the city, but um, you think you know who might know. And it's uh, your foreman that's usually on jobs with you. His My name, foreman? Yeah. There's a guy that like calls the shots usually. He like uh, is on site. He wears a hard hat. He's a little dwarf guy. And his name is... Bookie, bookie, barrel, barrel body, barrel, bookie, <laughs> bookie Barnes, bookie Barnes, bookie, bookie, barrel, bookie, uh, what's a cool thing with barrel? Barrel chest. Bookie barrel chest. Okay. Um, bookie barrel chest is a, is a really stout, strong, smart guy. And he, he usually goes and like sits in on business deals like, as the man who's going to tell, explain what it takes to do the things people are asking yeah. and like is able to bridge the gap between the workforce, the money and the business you know, like aspect of everything. Right. Um, he is involved with uh, land procurement and development and uh, the procurement of materials. Um, is, is he here right now? Bookie barrel chest. Bookie barrel chest is on a, uh, on a job. They're, they're doing some, um, they're doing some facelifts on some older buildings in like an old residential area, but it's not too far from here. Okay. Prominent driver. I would like to go see bookie barrel chest, please. And the <laughs> prominent driver gives you a nod and, uh, and, uh, and a salute. And he opens the door for you, and yeah, they you you guys go to where you could find Bucky Barrel Chest. Great. And uh, you get out of the car, and uh, Bucky Barrel Chest says, uh, "Oh, Brandon, Brandon, it's good to see you, bud. What are you doing here? It's your day off." Yeah, I know, Bucky. Um, I just I just came to ask you a few questions. Yeah, you dress nice. Thanks. I was actually I actually got blown is that, off. Is really. that one of your pit McCarts? Yeah, man. You like it? Oh, it's so sick. Can I see inside? Yeah, dude. Check oh, it out. It's got a disco ball. Shit. It's got an aquarium. Oh, shit. And it's big as hell. Oh, <laughs> man. Is that the soundtrack to Footloose? <laughs> um, oh, this is, this is amazing. So this is what you've been doing on your off days? Yeah. This is amazing, Brandon. Yeah, thanks, man. No wonder you've been spending so much time. You know, you really are something. Thanks. I appreciate that, Boogie. What can I do for you, Brandon? Um... Do you know anything about that company that that's uh was it bought out the land um that's going to take over that is it a, is it a sanctuary or it was, what yeah is it was like a wildlife sanctuary yeah, okay, like yeah. a wildcat preserve yeah do you do you know anything about that uh, I did hear about some some land acquisition going on outside the city walls struck me as odd there's not a lot of uh, money to be made out there as far as we're concerned here at Drew. Uh, all the development needs to happen within the city. Lots of things to do. Do Do you know anything about the company itself? Uh, yeah, they're called uh, Multigon, I think. You don't know anything else besides what they're called? Well, uh, I've got a little bit of news from you just now, but I know that uh, we don't we don't particularly deal with them. Uh, but uh, you know, the higher ups might definitely know. Why are you asking, Brandon? That that seems kind of odd. I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah. All right. I, I was trying to help somebody out. Okay. Uh, let me let me go talk to somebody that's on site right now. And um, there's one of those little like uh, portable units, kind of. 
and um, he goes inside and uh, he comes back out he's, and he kind of waves, he beckons you over. He's like, oh, come on in here, Brandon. Uh, hey, what's up? Uh, I want, I want you to, I want you to meet somebody. Okay. And, uh, he brings you inside. He's like, uh, so boss, this is, uh, this is Brandon. This is one of our, our better workers. Uh, but he's, uh, he's moving up to uh, higher places. So we've been seeing a little less of him lately. Kind of sad, but, uh, he still comes around, helped us with, uh, the skyscraper project. He's like, Oh, I see. Uh, and there's a dwarven man with like a really long beard and it's, it's gray. He, he, this is like one of the oldest dwarves you've ever seen. And his name is, um, what's a good first name for a dwarf? Cause I got a good last name. Dwalin. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a, uh, this is a Dwalin Iron Knuckle. Mm. Uh, good one. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, pleasure, ple- pleasure to meet you, Brandon. Uh, the pleasure is mine, sir. Uh, now I hear you're interested in Multigon. I am, yeah. Well, actually, a friend is, and I'm just asking around. You know, they're they're a little newer in Waterdeep, uh, but there's, there's a connection that I do have, and there's something uh, you need to speak with them about. Uh, yeah, if if you don't mind. Uh, let me reach out, see what I can do uh, as Thank far as you. getting you an appointment. Is there some place I can? Find you? Do you want to stick around? I'm going to send a message out, and I don't expect a reply anytime soon, but soonish. Who uh, knows? You, I mean, if you don't think they'll respond, you can just catch me at my work hours at Drew. I see. Let me. Uh, where will you be for the remainder of the day, in case they reach out? My day is free, sir. I can wait here all day. Okay. <laughs> well, let me send out a message, and um, he goes over. They they exit the portable and go out behind the portable. There's a bunch of cages with birds that have little, uh, like, uh, like wooden vials. I almost want to call it, but you can put, roll up a note and put it in there. Okay. And, uh, he, he writes, he scrawls out something. He's like, this ought to do. And he puts a, he burns a candle and, and, uh, put some wax over the, uh, this letter that he enveloped and puts Sales a seal on it. it and rolls it up and puts it in one of these, uh, one of these things and ties it around a bird. And says, a fly, my little precious baby. To Multigon, Chairman Stern. And he, and he, um, he like blows it a kiss as it flies away. Um, and actually uh, only a couple hours goes by and this bird returns and he, and he reads the, the message and he says, um, and I'm, We'll retcon to say like you requested an audience for two for Brandon, Bobby, and uh, Karina Styles. Right. Looks like they're willing to meet with you this evening, Brandon. Oh, perfect. Uh, you and your friend. Um, I would go. It says to meet them at this address at this time, and it's like a seven o'clock p.m. appointment. Great. Thank um, you so much, sir. You're, you're quite welcome. Um, if you ever need anything, uh, we appreciate the work you, you gentlemen do around our facilities. And uh, anybody that worked on the Skyscraper Project is a trusted member of our team. Uh, we're sad to hear you're spending less time at the company, but if there's anything you need, please let me know. Um, sure. Actually, if you or any of your um, colleagues might be interested in buggies, <laughs> you know, let me know. And buggies? Of what, of what sort? Um, custom buggies. And he went outside, but he didn't seem to notice your, your thing. Custom buggies. I've heard, I've heard a little bit about that. What do you, can you, do you have any more? Can you show me? I I can show you one that's parked outside. And, uh, what the fuck was this other guy's name? (laughs) Oh shit. Oh, uh, BBC. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, uh, Bobby barrel chest. Was that what it was? No, you're Bobby. It was something barrel chest. (laughs) Yeah, something barrel chest. It's gone. It's and, gone. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Barrel chest uh, <laughs> takes you. He's like, oh, oh yeah, boss. He's, he's got he 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 got a big square card out there. You want to check it out? He's like, yes, I would love to, I would love to check it out. And uh, yeah, you show off this cart, and he's like, this is amazing. This is amazing. A, a bunch of fish down there. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> this is a disco ball. Is a soundtrack of Footloose? <laughs> Kevin Bacon? <laughs> He's got Kevin, Kevin Bacon? He's got a wheel on the back. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of gets real excited. He's like, I would love a pit my cart so much. You got one. Got one. Just give me the information. 
uh, you know, maybe make some suggestions about the design. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, of course you can make suggestions. <laughs> and this is a this is an Anders Enterprise company, as I understand it. Yes, sir. We love Anders Enterprises here at Drew. Uh, much much good, much good will be done. I will have I will have pimp card. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thank you so much for the information, sir. Mr. Belchers, <laughs> back to work. And uh, Brandon, it was a pleasure. Uh, I hope everything goes well at Multigon. Thank you. Yes. Much excite. <laughs> Prominent driver. <laughs> <laughs> he opens the door. And then we go back to... We what, drop what? off barrel chest and then go back to Karina's place. Right, yes. Oh, we, oh yeah, huh. Wait, we had to drop off barrel chest? Yeah, because he... As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling-medical-investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Uh, did you guys drive somewhere? He goes back to work. You guys okay. go. You guys go back to. Um, yeah, we go back to Karina. You go back to Karina. You go back to Karina's house. Lucian, what's what's what you been up to? Even like keeping in touch with everything that's going on. Yeah, I've just been staying close and just design designing buggies. <laughs> just, you probably overhear some of the the talk about yeah. this pit my cart for yeah. this dwarven guy and. Make I'll, it, I'll make a mental note and be like, oh, I should, I should. Oh, a new I audience doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should visit this man. What was his name again? Um, Dwalin. Dwalin Iron Knuckle. Um, yeah, you make it back to Karina's house with the information. Dude, good job. You used like a guild skill right now that you have with the being a part of the guild of dwarves are us. It was super dope. You like used, I was like, oh, we're doing it. <laughs> but nice. Right. I thought you were going to go through Anders for that. Oh. this info. Yeah, you were like, I fucking work here. I'm, <laughs> I don't need that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I could have gone to Anders. No, this worked out. That worked out great. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um, but Karina is really happy to get this appointment. And you guys make your way to Multigon around 7 p.m. And um, you wait in the lobby for a little while. And then a um, very well-dressed gentleman comes out. And he says, um, he says, uh, I take it you are Karina and Brandon. Uh, and yes, Bobby. Ma'am. Uh, it's a, it's a man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. Just like a light voice. Like, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Chairman Stern, uh, with Multigon. It, could I have you step back into my office? No problem. Uh, so you guys get in and, mm-hmm. um, there's a really nice wooden desk in there. It's Oak. And, um, he's sitting down and he, he motions to two chairs and Karina takes, takes a seat. And you take a seat. You fall, take a seat. Yeah. He says, uh, "Now, uh, what can I do for the two of you?" 
and Karina immediately like, starts to get a little heated. She's like, uh, now, sir, this wildlife preserve, I understand you're building some sort of uh, resort out at the wildcat preservation. Is, do I have that correct? Uh, yes, that that is correct. We are building a resort out outside of the city. Uh, we wanted to promote vacation outside of the city walls. I think it's, it's uh, well overdue. And Karina just looks like really weirded out by that. And the kind of the notion of that would probably weird Brandon out a little bit too. Like, like these, we build the walls to keep out like the fucking insane monsters that live in the Dungeons and Dragons world. You know, like we need the walls. Like what the fuck? Like people don't want to go outside the walls. Like it's fucking horrible out there. Okay. Um, Attack on Titan. Titan, (laughs) Well, like it's high risk, you know, there are towns outside, but like Waterdeep is well fortified. Um, they do a lot to check the passers through and whatnot. Mm, you know, mm. they check this fool's ID every time he leaves. Um, but he says, uh, yes, yes, uh, we, we are going to, to build the resort. It's like, well, why would you, there's plenty of land outside of the city. Why would you choose, uh, my, my wildcat preserve? I, I donate, I tried to donate 10,000 money to keep that place afloat. Uh, do, do you not care about like the wildlife animals that are there? He's like, don't you worry, Miss Styles. Like the, the kitty cats will be taken care of one way or another. And uh she starts to like kind of crack. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um under that. And um she her claws like come out and kind of like grab the the leather seats you guys are in and like kind of rip them a little bit. And um the chairman Stern looks like a little perturbed. And she says, I'm going to have every environmentalist association up your ass. You won't be able to move without feeling them stabbing you in the rectum. Karina. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) I went through all of my higher contacts for this. Brandon, I cannot, I cannot stand for the way that, for what this man is going to do to these cats. I, I will not rest until I see your operation foiled, Mr. Stern. Good day. Uh, um, I'm just on an adjacent rooftop, like in my in my flashbang outfit, like oh my. <laughs> uh, so I'm still in the room, and she's she's leaving. She's about to leave. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I'm I'm gonna ask the chairman, uh, sir, wh- why a resort? It's so dangerous out there. Uh, no, I th- I think we will find it most profitable, Mr. Bobby. A man of yourself, uh, it, it, I, I received your invitation, your request for invitation from Dwarves R Us, somebody quite high up. Uh, I, I would think you would understand uh, building something so monumental like this in a new frontier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay, so is it really just location? Like you could have chosen anywhere else out outside of these walls. Look, Mr. Bobby, I, I don't expect you to understand the intricacies of our business here. Um, please. I, I, I'm just here for the cats, man. I, <laughs> I suggest you take, I told you the cats will be taken care of now, if you please. And he, he motions towards the door as Karina is moving out, out of it. You watch yourself, sir. And then I walk out. Dear me. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next day. I think you take Karina home. She's really flustered. Yeah. She's like, look, let's, let's reschedule for a couple days from now. when I have my, my wits back about me. We need to schedule what our date. The date is still happening. Even though the money didn't go through, (sighs) we have to, it's part of the, uh, it's part of the contract we signed when we made the bid with the charity organization. Even if the money didn't go through. I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what, that's what happened. Hopefully with, uh, this procedures I'm going to take next, the money will go through. Oh, okay. But I think for, for the public eye, you know, summer, summer Gleason was there. We should, we should probably go on our date. How's, how's two days from now? Uh, two days is fine with me. Lunch, 12 o'clock. Fine with me. I'll, I promise I'll be more of a good time, Brandon. I, I thank you for coming by and I'm sorry about all the trouble. Oh, it's no trouble. And she, uh, she says, thank you for, for getting an appointment. And she goes to give you a hug. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, perception check. <laughs> sure. For what? What are you looking uh, for? Is, is there anything suspicious going on? She got anything hiding underneath her. Roll that shit. <laughs> Roll that shit. I like that. 12. 
12. No weapons on her. Yeah. Okay. So it's just a hug. She didn't make like a sneaky move or anything. She's <laughs> okay. really, it's a legit hug. Okay. Okay. I, I reciprocate. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. She, uh, she, she gives you a little like pat on the cheek and then she says, uh, good day. Good day, Mr. Bobby. And she heads inside her apartment. Okay. And, um, yeah. Um, Stan is expected back tonight. Oh, right. From his long journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perilous journey. Guess I'll meet you at Anders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys meet up at Anders and you're you're waiting. Um, Stan's supposed to come back around like 10 o'clock or so. Mm. And 10 o'clock comes by and 30 minutes goes by and then 45 and Stan rolls in. Oh, oh. I was like, no, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, hello, every- hello, everyone. I'm sorry I'm late. Uh, it's been quite a long day. Welcome back, Stan. I'm glad to see you. How's your trip, Stan? Eventful. Um, Good or bad way? Let's just say I had to burn a bridge or two. Unfortunate, Mm. but that's how uh, I expected no less. Um, Ominous indeed. Now, um, I've gained some knowledge that I think would be most helpful. Um, The south side of the city. Uh, I know Anders... Tells you not to go there too much. Um, this the south side of the city is like just slums. It's like really hard to do work there with like the amount of shit that goes down there all the time. So mm. it's better for you guys to like kind of protect more like regal areas for now. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but there there's not like too. There's just like a lot of like CD shit going on. It's like it's just like the ghettos, the slums of of Waterdeep. Um, I. I've received contact information for uh, one of the more minor mob bosses of Waterdeep. Uh, his name is Carmichael, and um, he's running a little bit of a gambling ring, uh, kind of a pretty seedy operation. He, he lays low, but uh, this might be the direction we need to take to get information about the Red Claw. Now, uh, According to my contact, this is uh, this is the man that you will need to interrogate to get your information. And with the right persuasion, he may be able to give you what you need. Now, uh, it will be a bit of a challenge getting to him, I think. But nothing that the two of you won't be able to handle and swiftly. Um, but it, I think for expediary purposes, it must be tonight. No problem. Should um, should be fine. And uh, Anders is kind of like flipping through a book. Carmichael. Yeah. Gambling ring. Minor crime. He's got quite a few men. Uh, but nothing you guys haven't dealt with before. We've been dealing with Thorn and Stromwell. This should be a cakewalk, really. Uh, Stan, do you have a location? He says, uh, yes, I do. Um, may I see your map? There you go. He marks a route on your map and he says, um, gentlemen, uh, stay cautious and best of luck. Thanks. I hope this works out. We hope so too. Yes. Thank you, Stan. Okay. So, um, yeah, it leads you to the heart of the South side of the city. Um, you get some more information from Stan and Anders before you go. This will be the last thing we do. Oh, wow. Um, in the session. So. Um, this operation is uh, taking place in an abandoned church that has been reformed to be like a house. It used to be um, for worship of the god Pelor, and uh, now it's been converted in, apparently into like some sort of gambling ring uh, hideout. He said uh, Stan tells you that what you need is in the basement, and that the basement is going to be difficult to access as far as he has heard um he says there's going to be security outside the building it's not going to look like well knit security but it is it's just nothing that you guys haven't dealt with before he's Mm. stan is very confident in your ability to complete this task um he recommends stealth um more more than brute force but if brute force is necessary that's something that might be able to work out Mm -hmm, mm um and this is uh this is something that he um he thinks is is going to take some muscle at some point. So you guys were given details about this structure. It's a house. It used to be an old church, but it's been converted back into like a 
what looks like a home. Mm. Um, you've been given like a rough layout of the area and where to kind of expect some people. So when you roll up on this place, you do some surveillance and you see that there's, um, this is like, I've removed the roof of this drawing kind of. Mm. So here's the backyard. Um, you guys spot two men back there. You see the front porch. There's nobody really on the sides. There's like other buildings like, you know, spaced apart accordingly, like how it would be in any kind of city block. Um, the front yard has grass. Um, on the grass lawn, there's three men or two men and a woman standing out front um, kind of having some chit chat. And there's uh, somebody up on the porch. You can't make out who or what they are exactly. Um, they're sitting in like a rocking chair. It looks like they're like swinging back and forth. And, um, you guys are probably making, uh, you're like probably up in like a fucking tree or something or like a rooftop <laughs> nearby, like trying to stay like super incognito. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of people like walking along the sidewalk at this time of night. It's kind of late. Um, you see somebody, uh, stroll up. And walk through and kind of nod to these characters over here, the three of them standing on the lawn. Mm. And then he walks over to the figure on the porch and hands them something and then goes inside the house and doesn't come back out for the the duration of the time you you spend surveying. Mm. Interesting. So it looks like verification. Or like paying to get in. Or yeah, or payment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but a a nod of verification, mm-hmm. yeah, that like oh we recognize you. Mm-hmm. So I say we gotta sneak, and try and take out the two dudes in the back. It's fine with me. Cool. Um, you're able to like get a a position where you're not seen by the people in front to like, kind of over here on the side, maybe like someone else's backyard. You're able to like hide in some bushes or something like that. Hell yeah. Without being noticed, regardless of like bad stealth or whatever. So, um, tell me what you guys want to do to handle this. Mm, I want to sneakily approach. <laughs> okay, give me a perception check as okay. you move forward. Uh, seventeen. They're both armed. Oh, at the hip with short swords. Short swords. Okay, but um, you want to give me a stealth check to see. I think swiftness is going to be part of this um, stealth because mm-hmm. they're kind of out in the open and they're yeah. facing each other, talking to each other. Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. So like I could kind of see you like breaking along the side of the house and like coming up and grabbing one of them real quick. And then I'll come from the other side. Mm. Oh, nice. I kind of like that. Yeah. But I'm going to need stealth to make sure that mm-hmm. you guys aren't like. Like blatantly loud as fuck as we yeah. always are. <laughs> that's okay, super, that's super cool. Coming in hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a twenty-one. Nice stealth. Mm. Oh no! As per usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seven's, seven's bad. Um, so, Brandon, I think you you break, and you kind of stumble and you yell out a little bit, <laughs> like oh falling always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and both of these guys turn to look and they see you running at them, which gives Lucian exactly what he needs to stealth his boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. So what are you going to do, Lucian? What's your plan? Um, I just want to beat him up. <laughs> I just want to beat him up. Okay. I just want to hit him in the I'm back of the head. <laughs> I'm going to give you a surprise round. Until he goes sleep. Um, all right. So first one will be with the spear. Like blunt side of the blade, like yes, thwack, thwack him, son of a bitch. Ten. Do I get advantage because he's the right? Sure. <laughs> Six. That's a hit. <laughs> See, he is a benevolent god. I told you. Uh, seven damage for the first hit. Cool. Is he still okay? He's up. Okay. Yeah. I will bonus action hit. Which is an 11. That does it. Ooh, shit. Okay. Burly. Just burly. And then that's a two, five, seven damage. You drop him. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So I'll broadside him with it. And then I'm like, oh, shit, he didn't go down. And then I'll just headbutt him (laughs) with my pass. Nice. Okay. Um, uh, The guy that 
they both turned right. So the guy, you got this guy from behind and the guy mm. in front of him that's facing Brandon does not know that that happened. That's um, Brandon, what do you, I'm going to give you a turn. Well, okay. actually roll initiative. Sure. Quick. Ooh, I rolled really good. That was super nice. Ooh, (laughs) he goes to you. He takes a big lungful of air to go to say something. What do you do? You Uh, hear him like, (gasps) oh, oh, I want to, I want to charge at him and swing my axe. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, roll for attack. Yeah. Great. A two handed or a one handed axe? Uh, two handed. Okay. Great axe. Let's Ooh, go. Do it. Oh, uh, dang it. Choi. What I thought was going to happen, or what I was hoping was going to happen, was you we were going to grapple him, and then like just like choke slam him. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, your attack misses, and he goes, he goes, hey, we got intruders in the back. Shit. Damn it. Should I have rolled a yeah, it's your, well, Yeah, go ahead. Well, let's see. Oh man, yeah, twenty-two. Uh, it's a tie. So let. Oh no, you beat him. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't say this thing. So I'll see him miss, and then kind of using the the guy as like momentum, I'll like vault off that dude, and then just try to like just do a jump kick. Sure. Like a scissor kick. Sure. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. Rolls, man. Uh, that's three five damage for that one. Okay. And then I don't know if I do a. Could I key point and then Floria blows him? Yes. Because <laughs> this guy's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> do work, man. Do your thing. This guy's got to go to sleep. I'm just going to fall through this whole mission. Yeah, if you don't just mind. let me be. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, 13 for the first one. Yeah. To hit. And that's um, another five damage. Is he ten still up? 10 total? Yeah. 10 He's total. Still up. Okay. And then this. So that I scissor kicked and he's not down yet. And then I'll follow it up with like a back, back roundhouse for 10. Oh, no. Does, <laughs> you're, you're flanking. You're flanking. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we are. Technically. Oh, no. Yeah, he raises the alarm. <laughs> Damn it. Son of a bitch. He's like, we got, we got intruders in the back. Should have gone for the one-handed man. Um. He's going to try to uh, attack Lucian. Oh. Seven. Because I just kicked him in the back of his head? Yeah. Could that be why? He's, he's going to miss because I rolled a seven. Oh, okay. And with his bonus, it's not enough. So um, next up is Brandon. Put him to sleep. Oh, critical. There it Tie. is. That's what we needed. <laughs> yeah. I'm back to hand axes now. He explodes. <laughs> yeah, he explodes. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you do, do whatever I, you want I to this guy. I equip my hand axes and he explodes. He explodes. <laughs> you just barely touch the handle and he's just... He like sees you, like the glint off of the hand axes as you raise them and he just like collapses. <laughs> um, no, not even. I'm just, I just fall again, but onto him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can hear people running from around the side of the house. What do you do? Can we try uh, to can get we back run, into stealth? Can we run inside the house? Oh, or the a, back door? There's a back door, yeah. Can we try the back door? Yeah, totally. Okay. It's well. a screen door and it's like there's no, the regular door is open. Um, so we can see into the house? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There, you don't see anybody. see anybody coming? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go into the house. Yeah. I want to go into the house. Who's first? Who's second? I can go first. Sure. If you don't care. I don't care. Okay. I'll go first. All right. Mm. Uh, 19 to AC Oh it hits 8 bludgeoning damage As you walk through the door <laughs> Oh my god and a, and a guy just clubs the shit out of you oh As soon as you god. walk through the door Oh no um, You see a kitchen table to the right That looks like a chair was overturned As this man got up and saw you coming and then just waited next to the door. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do to yeah. the other dude. <laughs> um, Lucian, you see your homie get, get cracked hard. Um, That's so, not good. So um, uh, let me. Um, Should we roll initiative at this point or. You know what? Just um, who's going to do what right now? Well, I'm just going to attack him. So. OK, yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Same. Oh, OK. I'm gonna rage. Yeah, <laughs> you rage. So two-handed. Jude Law comes out, and then that is 
uh, 11. Yeah, hits. Oh, sweet. And then I'll just roll for the other one right now. No, you don't get another one because you bonused. You oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. So I was figuring yeah. two hand. So just roll a d10. Oh, okay. Um, Great accent. This one? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah. Eight plus three. Three. Plus so two. So 13. 13. Eight plus three plus two is 15, but you take him down. No, it's 13. Eight plus three. I oh, got it was thir- 11. I sorry. Yeah, 13. 13, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you take him down in one swing. Sweet. <laughs> Shouldn't have hit me with that chair, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys make it inside and you um, hear people kind of like concerned concerned yelling from out in the back out in the back okay yeah could we um do a perception on the inside of this house like are there people in the house there's uh no one else that you can see from where you are in the house but roll the perception because it's very relevant yeah uh now there it is there it is (laughs) i see Uh, i roll into the termites in the goddamn wall two Okay, Lucian, you you, <laughs> you hear like a, a a light buzzing ringing noise from getting hit so hard over the head unexpectedly. That's fair. Lucian, you can hear the yelling outside. You mm-hmm. see a cockroach crawling up one of the appliances in the kitchen. Um, you see candles burning on the walls. Mm. And you hear from around the corner of the kitchen into the living room. Mm-hmm. You hear something coming from below. Mm. Um, and you can see from your angle where you are right now, light coming up through the floorboards in the living room, kind of adjacent to this car to a carpet that's laid on the floor. I believe there is a basement. Yes. A secret compartment of some sort. So you're over here in the kitchen and on the other side of this, this wall, there's like a pathway down the center of the house Mm -hmm. that goes over to the living room, which would be on your left hand side. Okay. I want to check my corners after homeboy just got wrecked. There's no one else in the house. Okay. Then you echo, you hit, you knock on the floor and it echo locates and you don't fucking hear anybody (laughs) in the house. I do that. Uh, like that critical (laughs) 20 perception. Um, like that metal bending sense. Like I yes. smack my foot on the floor and it's like, and I'm like, okay. Somehow <laughs> you're Toph Beifong. <laughs> yeah, there's um, nothing here. Yeah. So um, what do you do? Let's go downstairs. Sure. I mean, it's your action, right? Is it like a With your perception? trap door sort of situation? Or is it like... Are you want to go inspect it? Yeah. Um, when you go over there to inspect it, you notice that the floorboards are like really weak here and mm. you can kind of see through them. Um, now let's flashback, (laughs) let's flashback real quick to a quick description of Carmichael. Carmichael is a very broad shouldered, strong lizard folk person. Okay. Okay. Lizard folk are very like calm or not calm, but emotionless in terms of like, they don't care if you die. They care if they care about survival. They care if they live. (laughs) They care if they live and if their brood survive and their offspring survive. Um, which is a very shrewd business, uh, makes for a very shrewd businessman. Um, so you see the telltale of the skin of a lizard folk person, Mm. like directly below these floorboards. And you know, you know, with your 20 perception, Mm -hmm. your man is right below these floorboards, these weak floorboards, these weak floorboards. I'm going to come crashing down. Yeah, I would like to... Uh, <laughs> I want to cleave these floorboards in twain. Yes. <laughs> I, I love do, it. I want to do some good... Some good wax on, wax off, and just like... Okay, so the... Um, you guys hear people coming in through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you do, I think... So you're going to, like, strike the floor with your unarmed. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, what are you doing? Are you going to cleave it? You're raging right now, so you like you, anything is possible. <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to, to hit anything the floor too. How? Oh, um, I just want to see what it looks like. I want to know what it looks like. Oh, oh because of my flourishes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm twirling. <laughs> I'm twirling my giant two-handed great axe with my one finger. Uh huh. Like right, and oh, the, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like like it's like standing straight up, and oh, it's like cool. spinning. Oh. Yeah. So it's like really long. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, yeah. Just in this living room. Right. And then I just like pop it up, catch it and bring it down. Okay. And at the same time, um, Lucian kind of hops up 
and he comes down with like a like a fist of Temigong style like yes. power punch straight through the floor. Yes. These floorboards just collapse downward and you you guys fall majestically <laughs> through the floor into this scene which is uh In slow motion. basically it's the size of the house plus the yard mm-hmm. and it's flat in here and it's just poker table, roulette table, uh craps table, some bathrooms, a staircase, um, a metal, big metal door with like mm. one of those things on it, uh, to like a, the peeper holes, uh, a bar, lots of people, um, <laughs> it's come crashing down and a table that you have destroyed that has scattered money all over the place. And you are on either side of this lizard folk person. What do you do? Either side of this lizard. Yeah. Folk? You guys are flanking him shoulder, shoulder to sh- shoulder. You're on each of his shoulders. Oh, like okay. You come down perfectly on either side of him. Is it just a random um, lizard folk person or is this no, Carmichael? This is the only lizard folk in here. It's Carmichael. Oh. Who's in front and who's behind him? You are on either side. Either of side. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, we have to talk to this fool. Grab him. Are we talking to him? Yeah, we were supposed to You're get You're trying it. to get information get about info. Red Claw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, Can we... What, what do you want to do? I want to uh, grapple him and maybe tell him to have his full stand down. Oh, okay, sure. Things are happening very fast yeah, and you've yeah. caused a lot of confusion. Yeah. So you have some time that to act. time, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you can grapple him and then uh, I will guess I'll help with the intimidation. Sure. Right? Cool. Oh, you want me to grapple him? Should I grapple him since I have a, the gloves? You, you Super good at grappling. I'm going to grapple this fool. I'm going to grapple this fool with my gloves. So make the advantage um, strength check to grapple. Okay. Athletics. 18, 18 is very good. It's 21. And, and 17. So that's... Um, so that was 21. Carmichael's got a plus three strength. 10. He's grappled successfully. Tight. And he kind of yells out. He's like, oh... Tell us what you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, know about what? Carmichael. We need to know about about Red Claw. What do you know? Oh, and um, he's like, oh, my God. And then, and then he's like, help. And uh, you see a bunch of people um, start to, like, converge on your on your location. I want to, um, like, get my fist up and then kind of charge it with a... Radiant Sun Soul bolts, nice. like right next to his head, and be like, "You guys, if you make one small move, I will fry this man's head off." Said. <laughs> so what, what is make that? Inti- intimidation. Intimidation. Yeah, yeah make or, an intimidation check. Please, God, don't fuck me up here with my minus one. That's a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you advantage because this the scenario okay. that you're in is super sick. Like that's really cool. Can I can I Fuck. do anything because I'm you can grappling assist, him? You can assist this guy in his intimidation because he fucking boofed it right yeah, now. Boofed it so hard. Can Would I it be intimidation to- or persuasion? No, I was intimidating right now. He was trying to intimidate the crowd to leave them alone. Yeah, to yeah. leave you alone. Can can I can I like like whisper in his ear and say it's in your best interest, you know, to, to work with us right now. Yeah, you can approach this. If you're approaching it from persuasion, that's fine with me. Sweet. And can I use my coin? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. I have a coin. Have oh, more. dude, I got, I got book. I got you. Uh, the book thing? Yeah, I'm going to give you the book. Where's my black box, though? There it is. There it is. Okay. I have these cool... Um, for this situation. So heads is a nat 20, right? Yeah. One, uh, one, one is, is heads and two is tails. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here's McCoy go. It's a nat one. It's a nat one. It's a nat one. Can I use a hero point on this? Yes, you can use a hero point on it. Because I need this to succeed. That was... So what did I roll? A nine plus five, so it was fourteen. You rolled a ten or, plus five because you had advantage, right? Well, my I'm a minus one. Oh so it's shit! Nine. <laughs> yeah, so. so fourteen is good enough. I think yeah, yeah. with the charge up here, the the 
oncomers stand down and yeah. um, we'll candle this crit fail right now. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to use it. It was really like, good. I thought it was a good opportunity. Um, but he's the lizard folk is like, I I am not sexually attracted to you in any way. Yeah, like you get like all up close to his, <laughs> his lizard ear and just kind of lick around it. Like, mm. <laughs> you can tell like regardless of the of your boof role that he's like sort of freaked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially with what Lucian's doing. Yeah. So everybody has stand, stood down at this point. Yeah. Okay. He's like, what is it that you want? Tell us what you know about Red Claw. Red Claw? I I know I know nothing of Red Claw. Our sources tell us differently. What do you What do you mean, your sources? Who are you? Is it Red Claw? Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was saying the wrong thing. Um, we're flashbang and the surgeon. Ooh. <laughs> we're fucking f bats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well th- this whole, whole operation ring is like illegal, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like, tell us what you know. And if you do, we won't, you know, tell, tell the cops about this place. You will lay off the south side? We'll lay off the south side. <laughs> I mean, I'm behind. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. Okay, look, look. You, you, let, you let me go. We let you go. How about this? I have a man meet you at Echo Park, nine o'clock tomorrow night. How about that? He will tell you what you want to know. That's not good enough. I don't have information on Red Claw. Take time. Take time to get you this. And we have your... I know. Look. Okay. Okay. Look, you keep this between us and everybody here. This is Vegas rules right now, everybody. This this Red Claw business. What happens here, stays here? This Red Claw business, we know Red Claw is in the city. I don't know what, why, when, how. I need time to figure this out. We'll have someone meet you. Echo Park, 9 o'clock tomorrow night. Okay. If this is... We need some kind of collateral. Mm, I was going to threaten his life again, but by all means, please. Please, this is all I have. This is all I have. That's exactly what I want. Give me the deed to this place and we'll return it to you upon the meeting. Do you want to, Do you want my house? Yes. You want the deed to my house? Give me the deed to this place and we'll return it to you up upon the agreed <laughs> meeting. Okay, make another persuasion check. <laughs> oh, I love it. What is it? I can't read it. I think it's, it's a nine. It's, no, it's an, oh, eight. it's an eight plus. Persuasion. So that's 12. That's not bad. Twelve. It's like, okay, okay, hang on. Let me let me go. I need to get in my safe. Okay? Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. I guess. I'll let him go. Jimmy, Jimmy, it's okay. Stand back. Work with these guys. These crazy. Crazy guys. It's like, boss, we could take him. We can take him right now. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. My get, other hand's going to glow when ba- he says that. I, look at this man. He's doing <laughs> magics. I have bad feeling. Okay. I'm just gonna get in like a fight stance, basically. And he he opens up the safe and he hands he just like puts his head down and hands it out. It's like, do take take the deed, take the deed. We take need this deed. back. If you don't bring this back, we find you. Echo Park, nine o'clock tomorrow. Echo Park, nine o'clock tomorrow. If this is a trap. Or you're in any way, shape, or form lying. Is this is a trap. You come here. You <laughs> home and- no, no, no. The the Echo Park. At nine thing. Look, it's, a, it's an abandoned park. Nobody really go there. I thought a good meeting place. I send a man. I'm not yes. going to go. Yes. You don't see me again. Yes. Hopefully. As long as you... You don't tell cops. I don't tell cops. After you too, right? Look, take the deed. We'll meet you Echo Park tomorrow. Nine o'clock. Nine, nine o'clock. o'clock. Got okay. it. Yes. I take it from him. All right. Yeah. All right. Do you get the hell out of here, you crazy people? Hmm. <laughs> Go upstairs. Yeah. Go up those stairs. We, we walk up the stairs. That's fine. Up the stairs, okay? Yeah. Just leave. And as I pass by one of the grunts, I just like juke him out with my face. <laughs> uh, make an <laughs> intimidation check. Yes. <laughs> like, are you going to punk them? <laughs> you going to step to him? What is it? Yeah, it's you do 60. it. He falls down on his ass. He's yes. like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And we're just walking just super smoothly. Another, Car- Carmichael's like shaking his head. He's like, oh. 
Bad form. <laughs> Come on, Timmy. I told you. <laughs> I told you about this. And that's what we're going to call it a game. Ooh, oh, okay. Dope. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, let me read the show notes for this. This poor oh, I can't wait for the show dude. notes. <laughs> I don't recognize this episode at all. From It's from the animated series, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, everything we're doing is from Batman the Animated Series in the 90s. Um, this is called um, The Cat and the Claw Part 1. So this is going to be a two-parter, obviously, that we're going right. to settle next session. So, um, yeah, The Cat and the Claw Part 1. Um, it was directed by Kevin Altieri, a common common name we've been hearing. The story's by Sean Catherine Derrick and Laren Bright. Uh, it Its original air date was September 5th, 1992. And the um, listed villains in this episode of Batman were Catwoman and Red Claw. Who there was a lot of red claw in this episode that we're gonna I'm gonna try to do some audio like off screen stuff that we didn't see. Okay, There's some little like flavor stuff, but don't worry, it's coming. So see you guys next time. Thanks. Thanks, guys. What was this dude's first name? Jimmy Barrelchest? <laughs> it's BBC. Not cool. Yeah, it was something with a B. I have no idea. It's just it's gone. Because at first I thought it was Triple B. <laughs> Billy Barrel Chest. That's what... Was it Billy? No, it I'll get back to it in the recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. won't come up again this session. Yeah. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.